have it your way. Nothing? Anything? Yo quiero Taco Bell. So we're saying... uh, I'm loving it. uh Uh-huh. I guess does it have to be... Like Midwest centric to really be really be good. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whole lot of Mexican going on. Oh, going on at Taco Jobs. Is this a callback to last episode? Yes. Hey, it's a whole new pod, yeah. the podcast that we release on a two week interval. So it's very silly for us to call back to something that came out two weeks ago. But wow. we're the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. Love. That. I'm your funny host, Lucas Melby, and I'm just your ho other host, Jacob Telejohn. Yeah, and. To give the the answer to the question Jacob posed at the end of the last episode, that was an old antiquated slogan, I guess, for Culver's, which is yes. not a Minnesota-based chain, but it's based out of Wisconsin, so it gets around. A better brand of beef makes a butter burger better. Yeah, a better brand <laughs> to, to of to save boy. you from listening to the last episode, just yes. again at the end. But yeah, as I said, we're the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. We do it every other week because that allows us to maintain our sanity. <laughs> Something that... More so Lucas than than myself. Yeah, well, you know, Jacob can't even bring himself to watch the full movie most of the time. Hey, I, I wasn't on my phone at all this movie. I, He's I watched already it. on his phone in this episode and yeah. uh, has the laptop in front of him, too. Well, I have the wiki, the, the Bad Hair Day wiki here. Yeah, Too you long. also could just watch the movie. <laughs> well, I, I did. I, I, I watched the whole movie today, didn't I? What I would like to give an update on, though, is that something that doesn't matter the time frame, and I'm sure many fans have been waiting uh, with bated breath in anticipation of Lucas Fall update. So I, I fell again. <laughs> no. <laughs> this time, it was a nice warm day again. So that meant yeah. ice. So I thought ahead and I'm like, well, I'm not going to run. I'm just going to go for a nice leisurely walk around the neighborhood. And when it had been a little colder, I was doing some running still. And I just stayed in the street because in Minnesota, especially during the winter time, after a little bit, the streets just become like bone dry because they're so covered in like salt and sand and like yeah. little pebbles. So it's like that's the safe place to be. So on this walk, I was cognizant of this and I was just stepping off of the sidewalk into the street. And then hit some ice, and it was like an inclined street. So then I fell, and I cut about oh. like a, a dime-sized chunk off of my hand. What the so heck? this was about five minutes into my walk, so then I just turned back home with like blood pooling in oh my, my hand. God. And Did you wrap it? And Yeah, I wrapped it, and I've got, I guess they're kind of band-aids for like hearing blisters, which would kind of be like missing a chunk out of my hand, but... Did it help at all, you think? I mean, it's been a few days, but I, there hasn't I, really I, been any closure. And they say, like, so, like, this, like, really traps in, like, the moisture. And I guess you're not supposed oh. to, like, air it out because then it, like, scars or whatever. So, I don't know. You're uh, not supposed to let cuts air out? Apparently. I didn't know that. I mean, that I, leads to scarring. Not that I'm, like, overly concerned about my hand. I, I had a cut on my finger earlier this week where I took a bandit off when I got home. And then it just, like, opened up again. And I just noticed, like, blood all over my, like belly and like my arm or my, my arm because it, it opened up and it was just bleeding and i didn't notice it so i, I had a cut too early this this week that's, that's you, how did you get the cut just work something no. on, like i, I don't he's even a man know what of happened. his hands he's he, you know he's a man's man i'm a, a man's man yeah i just dinged it on some metal probably and just sort of bleeding you know he's beating up some street tough <laughs> just came home ah didn't even realize i was bleeding that happened to me sometimes where uh what is pain when I'd run, I wouldn't realize. 
basically, uh, this is a bit of a TMI. It's like, well, oh, no. I sh- it doesn't even have to, like, my toenails didn't even have to be that long, but sometimes just my toes would rub up against each other weirdly. Yeah. So, they're, like, my sock. I only have, like, black socks at this point. So, they're just sometimes, I guess, would be, like, soaked in blood for my, like, what? toes, you know. Because, like, if you get, like, a little oh cut God. on your toes and you're running, then, like, your blood is pumping more. Yeah. And, like, you know, my feet are sweating. So, it kind of just, so I, like, leave bloody toe prints around the oh house. Oh, my so God. Like, oh, shit. That sounds scary. Yeah. You know, as I said, I'm the real man's man. That's why I do a podcast about Disney Channel original the Bloody movies. Toe Man. It sounds like a horror character. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't know. That's that's enough bants. I think uh, might oh, be. A- I, I I can throw out that I we had a, a lockdown at work today over the intercom. They said this is a lockdown. Please go to your safe places. Was it a real this one? This is a lockdown. No, I have no. Nobody knows what happened. If like a button got accidentally pressed or what happened, so we all just kind of like stood around. Like should we be like doing something people are like what the hell because like normally like, like we've done like fire drills and stuff and yeah. stuff like well, this I think before so like normally required to yeah. whenever we do fire drills at my job i just assume i actually i don't or, know where I to mean, go like tornado drills i never know where to go during them so i just stay at my desk and keep working <laughs> like we know where to go for our tornado drills and for our our fire drills like fire drills are outside across the street but I, I I wouldn't have no idea where to go for the safety for lockdowns. I, I mean, we've talked, we've had like videos and stuff about it. I, but I, the the boss came around and said that we don't know you're how. You're all fire. How <laughs> you this, failed. You're the all drill. dead. You're all dead. What was also funny is our um our former boss came in like two three minutes later. Just came walking. He doesn't work there anymore, and he just he came walking down the the aisle just to like say hello or whatever. He'd show it up. It was just a coincidence that it was. Right sure after. It wasn't a lockdown for him. No, it wasn't. He wasn't an irate former employee. No, it, it was just just weird. So we all just kind of stood around. Somebody made the joke, like, "Do we we all be dead?" We just, we're just like standing around, like waiting because we didn't know like what was actually going on. It was it was just weird. Cool. Yeah. All right. Bad hair day. Yeah, I'm just trying to eat up some time here because this, this might be like a 30 minute uh, pod. You know, maybe we'll be able to milk it out a little bit more. We'll see. Milk it. Milk it. A milk in it. I'm from, I'm milk from Minnesota. Milk. There's not enough rum for my milk on my pillow. Do you say milk or milk? You said milk. I say milk. Well, that's not what you just said earlier. I I might say it many different ways. Well, I also, guess. don't say don't say it like that. You can just say milk. You don't need to go milk. <laughs> milk. No, you he said milk earlier. Milk. Yeah. You said well, I, like jokingly, I said milk. Well, no, you said we're chocolate trying to milk? milking this well, episode. Well, I, I said chocolate milk. Who are you joking to when you say that? Uh, myself. I'm at a restaurant. I'm ordering chocolate milk. <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> whole, lot of, qu- whole lot of Mexican going on. Going out of Taco Jones. All right. So today's movie, Bad Hair Day, also yeah. known as Every Day of My Life. Uh, Is that true? Do you have a lot of uh, hair that sticks up on a daily basis? I don't know. Do you think my hair ever looks good, Jacob? It doesn't look bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it looks great. You know, but it's not bad. All right. That's, it's not that's, bad. That's fair. As they say, don't look up pictures of us ever. <laughs> so this movie, uh, like How to Build a Better Boy, I think had kind of a, a negative uh, reputation. Yeah, that's kind of what you would it. you had told me going into it. But uh, Despite our, our new recent fan being excited about the, the she episode. She liked the movie, yeah. But we don't know if that was a positive excitement that she liked the movie. Or wanted to see us like like writhe in, in anger over uh, the film. It's not a good movie, but I think like some of our more recent episodes, we're able to appreciate it's it's a fun bad, though it is just generally structurally 
very odd. It's all for over a the place. Channel original movie. Yeah, it, it didn't really necessarily feel like a a decom. And and one of the, one of the reasons for that I think is because one of kind of the main characters is an adult. Which, I, I mean, we've had those, but not for a while. Like, the Jenny Project, we have, like, the dads, one of the main characters, but we really Always don't... Always gotta go back to the Jenny yeah, Project. Yeah, check, check that pot out. Um, but we really don't have a lot of... I mean, of... really, if you go back to Good Luck Charlie, it's Christmas. Okay. Speaking of Good Luck Charlie, it's Christmas. One of the main characters we'll get to a little into the movie is played by Lee Allen Baker, who is the mom in Good Luck Charlie, as well as, of course, Good Luck Charlie, it's Christmas. And our main character, Monica, is played by Laura. I spilled water on my uh, sheet. Uh-oh. Laura Morano. I actually hadn't read this. I, I didn't read this part of the the wiki, but it, it says that this was Disney's cha- Disney Channel's first movie with an adult lead. Well, but good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas. Yeah, I. I and that's just what it, that was a quote from what Baker, whoever Baker. And what is. about? Well, she's just a liar. She hasn't watched every Disney Channel original movie Lee, like us. Lee Allen Baker. Yeah. The hey, Lee Allen Baker, you're a straight fraud. Yeah. What what, do heck? your freaking goddamn research. Jeez. Have you heard of you lucky effing dog? <laughs> Have you heard of Johnny Tsunami? True. Preach. I mean, he's not the lead. Preach. Or what? Uh, uh, Twas the Night, Brian Cranston's Twas. kind of, he's, you know, at least like a, as much of a main character as this person is. Yeah. So that's that's the great insight Jacob gives. As somebody who has watched all these movies and still is just going to take well, no, the word. No, but of I, Lee I, Allen Baker. I said what I I, I, I brought up. Uh, Do your own the Jenny fact project. check this shit. I brought up Jacob. the Jenny, Jenny project. Well, Jenny project. The main character is the mailman. The papa. <laughs> we all remember oh, the mailman. Oh yes, the mailman. Uh, but this main character, Monica. She is, I think, as I said, Laura Morano. Uh, she is from the show Austin yes. and Allie. Allie, which is in the same kind of memory hole as like the Ant Farm. And, but even like Ant Farm, that Lab Rats, those names have something. Austin and Allie, like what? You got to try harder, Disney Channel. So in the Austin and Allie show, it says that they use four cameras and they shot up roughly 10 scenes a day. Whereas for this movie, they used... Like just a few cameras, okay, and they, they they shot scenes that took a whole day. Please Lucas. shut your computer. A whole day. That is extremely boring. These are all the. I mean, we're just we're trying to milk up this twenty-five minute episode a little longer. <laughs> so the no. kind of oddness of this is even present right away with this character because we're getting a uh, nice little establishing, you know, environmental storytelling. We're panning around a room. Oh. What's this? Is this a prom dress on her wall? But what's this? She has four computer computers. monitors. So, and uh, the computers kind of remind, I don't know, kind of just gave me like a Paris Bueller kind of just like, like, is this going to be like a, you know, you kind of said, oh, she's a, she's a hacker. <laughs> Guy who has only seen Boss Baby watches the second movie and says, I'm getting Boss Baby vibes <laughs> from this. I, it got me Paris Bueller vibes because I didn't know what was going on. Well, look, uh, we were watching Maybe it. the Matrix vibes because there was a computer screen and I didn't know what was Ferris going Bueller on. Paris <laughs> Bueller hacks his school system from home. And like this girl, That's I was like, That's the most going notable on? thing in that Yes, movie. but you said she's a hacker and I, I kind of believe you. It's so you, notable but she that I know you brought is. that up before she and I say, code. I think you're thinking of war games, not Ferris Bueller. <laughs> no, Ferris Bueller. So I keep referencing it because it's true. So Monica is both seemingly a very popular girl because she's running for prom queen. Spoiler, and she, she also wins polls. prom queen. She runs polls constantly that tell her, you know, if she's in the lead of winning the prom queen. But polls on her own website using like 
uh, proprietary software that are getting created. like thousands of votes somehow. Um, doesn't just run polls for who the prom queen might be. She runs polls of what outfit she should wear, if you know what shoes you know look good with this, and just different. So stuff. her main character trait is she can't make her own decisions. She yes. is dependent on the opinions of others, and this is related to the inciting incident because. We very quickly get to the bad hair day. We hardly even know this character before she has a bad hair day because she's trying out these different hairstyles, taking pictures of them, uploading them to the website, and then letting people vote on what hairstyle she'll use for prom. And she's using a variety of different hair products and putting like flowers in her hair and the side ponytail wins. Yes. Uh, And then she goes to bed. Bed, bed with with all this stuff that she's done to her hair. Yeah, like like you said, curling and frying and twisting and twirling and then jacob at this point in the movie says oh she has a bad hair day (laughs) (laughs) i don't think they say it actually in the movie at all do they we never get that the title do we i don't think so uh yeah they don't go this is a real freaky friday (laughs) oh i like that uh so yes she wakes up and has a bad hair day but it's kind of teased out a bit where she's fumbling around and we're not seeing we her don't hair. see it right away. She's talking to her friend, and that's when we first yeah, see it. Yeah, she is facetiming a... her friend yeah. Sierra, and then gets the reveal. And it is what is that? It oh is quite God. a messy hair day. Yeah, it's it's weird. She goes through like what she like like her friend. I don't know. She, they they go through all the different bottles, and it says you know do not iron, do not you know do not fall asleep with it, or leave it in when you sleep, and all these different things. She's like, I did all these things. She's literally pulling her hair out like it's breaking. Yeah, off. everything she wasn't supposed to. I said it's like her hair was a mogwai that she turned into a like that by making all of the breaking all of the rules. Uh, Jacob brought up a good point. A gremlins and, reference. Uh, speaking of gremlins, why didn't she just get her hair wet? It's not the only person to bring up that because it seems like an obvious first thing you try, but she never does. No, she just leaves it in and she she covers it with like a cat ears hat and she wears the entire movie. Yeah, so the very end. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. This movie is not even that much about her bad hair. <laughs> no, it's not. It's kind of it like goes a... into It goes into a surprising direction unless you read the categories on Disney+, Plus, which one of them is cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of about a mother figure, and I, I don't know what the themes of the movie are. It's, it's So it's also just different. her hair. She somehow has, like, warped her, her... Uh, leather pleather plastic... Prom dress. She melted it somehow. I can't remember. Yeah, well, how she melted it. I think it's like it. supposed to be the steam from like the bathroom or something. Yeah, that, and then yeah. like she was trying to s- expand the size of her shoes and she broke them. So everything's yes. just fucked for. Uh, you can prom. see that again. Then she gets a call, a courtesy call from the DMV to schedule her driver's license test, and, which and is not something I'm pretty sure the DMV does. No, and and they ask her, you know, um, would you like to come in? April 12th or whatever they say. It's either next year or that day because nobody wants to go on prom. The joke was April 12th. She's like, that was two weeks ago. And she's like, no, of next year. She's like, I can't do next year. And she's like, you you can do it today, 2 o'clock. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. And she's like, today, 2 o'clock. That's all you get. And she's like, okay, yeah. And I thought this was going to be more, I think it would have been funnier, maybe. Just like she didn't want to take her driver's test that day because Because she'd have to take her photo yes. and she'd have a bad that's hair I, day that, permanently yeah that's what or i they thought should have just put that in as a joke anyways because later on she does take her driver's test but i guess she fails so yeah. hey disney channel here's some notes about bad hair day yeah take some notes 
Her dad uh, works in the ER as a nurse. Yes. Which isn't really important. But no, he, he serves it, very... It's mostly just important no that she role. has a dad and no she mother. does not have a mom. We, we assume that her mother left her at a young age, which is kind of explained to us. Other issues she's working through is she has a bad boyfriend. Who saves orphans all the time, uh, she's I, told. I think he's a liar. Yeah. He, he's a... What's that? A slacktivist. He acts like he's into like social justice. Yes, though, but he doesn't do anything. He just well, wears wristbands. Like that's just like a blatant lie. We find out. But she's asking him, like, "Hey, I'm <laughs> having a bad hair day. TM, can you give me a ride to the mall to and hit up these places?" And he when says, she, "No, I gotta go to the group home. Group home." <laughs> and while he's doing this, he's combing his hair too. Like he's doing stuff like with. His and he's supposed hair. to be like this big jock quarterback, but on the he football looks really dweeby. Yeah. I wouldn't hit him. Sorry. I mean, I might hit him with my fist. Not with your dick. Whoa, Jake. <laughs> you would go there. I, I went there. Um, but no, yeah, he's, he's kind of. that radical. <laughs> so the thing with her character is, and a lot she of. She has a bad hair day. Well, she does. Or a couple days. Is, is this all in one day? This is one day. <laughs> so it is like a Ferris Bueller movie. All these yeah, activities. It's, it's another 24 episodes. In like Jack one Bauer. day. Yeah, Ferris um, Bueller's bad hair day. <laughs> but her. Her the thing with her character is her traits. She gets she has like all these like nerdy things to her, but then at the same time she also has you know like we said this popularity. A lot of characters that we've seen in the past are are really only like like one or the other, not both. So it is kind of different. Yeah, she's a real Cody. She's got yeah. it all, except a good hairdo, which actually she never gets. <laughs> no, well, no, she doesn't, and we'll we'll talk about all that. All right. When, so when we had already comes. mentioned her, but. What's this? There's a, a doorbell ring. Open the door, and it is FBI agent. I couldn't remember her name. It was something like McBurger Burger or something <laughs> like that. But it's a fake name. But it's it's Aaliyah Allen Baker. Yeah. And uh, she like flashes a badge, and she's saying like, "Hey, can I come into like your house?" And Monica knows her rights, and is saying like, "Hey, uh, don't you have a warrant or something?" And then she goes back inside and like does like a quick Google search and being like, "There's no FBI office in this town." Yeah, no. There's she kind no of exposes of her. Agent McBurger Burger or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we we don't we don't know yet why she's here, and she kind of explains goes goes off and says, "Oh well, I'm a, a private investigator trying to find this cost of jewelry for somebody." Yeah, just so we have something to refer to her as. She later reveals her name as Liz. Yes. So there's a little bit even more where Monica, where Liz is like, you, she's, yeah, I'm looking for this necklace. Do you know anything about it? Which actually, yeah, I, we forgot to talk about the necklace. It's actually like the most the important, most important part, thing in the movie. <laughs> the movie. So she shows that she got this necklace for like $12 well, yeah. or something from yeah. a pawn shop to her friend and the FaceTime. And, and her friend's her, like, did you, did you pull people about that? And she's like, no, I just generally like it. Which is actually the best decision she's ever made. Exactly. Uh, kind of. So she's trying to like play off of like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, this necklace. I've never seen and it And then ever. Liz says, you know, it's a crime to lie to an FBI agent. And Monica says, no, it's not. It's a lie. It's a crime to lie in court. Frowned upon. Or it's very rude to lie. Actually, it is a crime to lie to an FBI agent. I believe it's one of the things like the oh. Trump administration has been charged with. Or, oh, uh, not I didn't know that. Some people working for him, like George Papadopoulos or fucking whatever. Uh, but then she says, but it is a crime to impersonate an FBI agent. Oh, uh, true. Or a police officer, as we see in the movie, Let's Be Cops. Or or a, a mall uh, security guard. Uh, I apparently. don't know if that's actually a crime, <laughs> but this movie makes it out. To so Monica notices that Liz has a vehicle. 
something that she is looking for. Her friend won't give her a ride. Her boyfriend won't give her a ride. Her but she needs has, to get... She let her dad go to work because he's an yes. important person. Yeah, he's an important papa, but not important for the story. Liz quickly says, like, okay, I'm not an FBI agent. I'm a private investigator, but I'm still looking for this necklace. And she's like, well, I can maybe help you there if you help me out. I need to do these things, those things, and the other. And Liz just says, okay. And then they, they're off. Yeah, Monica says, like, oh, I don't have the necklace here. Or I'll, I don't even, she tries to, yeah. like, hi, like, oh, I don't have it right now or something. So can you take me to these three places? Yeah. And then we're off. This movie, uh, as Disney Plus uh, lists it as a cop movie, it is also a buddy comedy. and A buddy comedy, it yeah. It is very much of the, uh, there's a billion, Lethal Weapon, Martin, Rush Hour. Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys. Bad you know. Boys, Turner and Hooch, yeah. you know, mismatched odd couples. Thelma and Louise. I, I have seen some people compare it to that, but. This movie? Yeah, I don't really oh. believe that is accurate because they're friends. Yeah. They are they are actually buddies where yes. this is more like their mismatch because it's like Liz is old and out of touch and True. not as pretty as Monica. And hey, Monica she, she is cleans young up and pretty hip she and pretty, cleans up pretty good at the end. Except she has a bad hair day. Yeah. So yeah, it's all kind of exhausting that time. Really this movie is uh Oof. it depends on whether you find the relationship between them charming. Sometimes it's fun. A lot of the time, especially early on here, it's kind of exhausting because they're yeah. just like constantly like snipping at each other, being like, what the fuck happened to your hair? What the fuck is up with your ugly hoodie? And like that kind of just like, OK, OK, yeah. OK. But they do get into some fun shenanigans. Do they do they immediately go to the DMV or to the um, the mall here? Well, first, you remember the villain is not actually her hairdo. It is. Pierce, Pierce Peters, Peters, PP, the uh, an infamous jewel thief. Who, yeah, infamous. I don't even. Know. We see a clip of him. I don't know when it is, but we see a clip of him doing like some Mission Impossible type thing. To yeah, steal that, this. that's later. Um, yeah, but here he does kind of something similar where he like cuts the power to like the pawn shop. Oh yeah, and like kind of menacing. He like maybe out of a cloud of smoke. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's also looking for the next. He's very kind of threatening towards the pawn shop guy who's freaking out because this dude looks like he's going to kill him. And back to Liz and Monica. Liz is uncool, so she has a crappy car that she calls Brando after Marlon Brando. But Monica doesn't know who that is because no. Liz is so old. I, I dig the car. It's got a lot of, she's got like multiple monitors in it. You know, she's got a, a red button. Which plays a role later on in the film. Yeah. Monica's worried about people seeing her in the car because she's got to maintain her votes for prom queen, which it's unclear. how She's like, oh, I'm tracking these votes. It's like, well, have people actually voted? Right. Yeah. Or do you have actual like pollsters out there asking people who they're going to vote for? Uh, but they come across some like high school bros. Uh, Aiden. Was it Aiden 1 and Aiden 2? Aiden Breeden, Jasper, yeah, just... also Aiden. Uh, so that's kind of funny. But then they're drinking like some Jamba juice or something. And they all have sunglasses on. Like they all just look like real bros. Um, Pop collars. Liz, like Liz is trying to embarrass Monica, right? She, so she gets out like her. No, she's not trying to embarrass. Well, she She's a little like, why are you worried about what people think of you? Yeah. But then when they pull away, 
and throw their Jamba, like full Jamba juice. Like, why would they actually throw that away? And they litter. Then she goes into community police mode and pop like a rast. She she has like one of those red lights, like you'd put on the top of a car and goes wee wee. But she has like a giant megaphone thing, and she's you know blasting up all over the car. Take off your sunglasses. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Then she like chews out the kids and Monica's so embarrassed and they drive away and she uses the megaphone to go like, sorry. Yes. So there was some kind of funny stuff in there. Then they kind of make the rounds at the mall to, you know, try to garner votes because all the teens are hanging out at the mall before prom. Naturally. And they, some people start to ask who Liz is. And- is that your mom? A lot of... There's at least probably five or six times in this movie people like make jokes like, oh, you and your mother look like twins. Oh, your mother, it's so cute you guys are shopping together. Yeah, and I feel like like that's maybe like a slightly underdeveloped dynamic between them is that Liz is kind of like a mother figure for her. Oh, yeah, 100%. We, We briefly floated like the fanfic idea of her like hooking up with her dad at the end of the movie. Which is good that it doesn't happen. There's another love in Liz's life. Or another love interest in Liz's life. But to make it clear that she's not her mom, Monica says that this is my Aunt Hilda. And for some reason, she also says that she's colorblind. And that comes up a couple of times where she's just like, this is my colorblind Aunt Hilda. And I thought that was kind of funny. Check back to Pierce, who is breaking into Monica's house. Yep. He has, like, this weird green liquid goo that he puts on, like, the door handle. No, he uses, like, liquid nitrogen. Or liquid nitrogen, and then he busts off the door handle. Cool stuff. Yes. My next note is, Liz is out of touch and poor. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, these glasses are $500. They go to, I don't really know why they were shopping for sunglasses they were trying they to were kill browsing. time weren't okay. they yeah yeah because they maybe had already gone to the salon and the salon's like hey or take a buzzer or take a no buzzer and wait they gave out buzzers like they're at like bw3s yeah. or something but they they, they, they they travel very far with these buzzers they go all over the world yeah really they're there to return the the dress dress yeah that weird plastic thing and it's Which, kind of funny where Liz is just like, what the fuck did you do, Monica? You sh- you fucked that up. <laughs> the whole time, like, she's she's talking to a salesperson. Like, she's trying to plead her case. Like, oh, you got to let me, uh, you know, uh, return this because of your no ask, no return policy or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. That's yeah. the policy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and she's like, no, you definitely should not. Like, that is definitely <laughs> your fault, Monica. <laughs> that, that, was, that was funny. I, I got to kick out of that as well. But then when they're walking out of the store... Liz had worn or tried on some sunglasses and she forgot them on her head. Yeah, and so of course like, it goes uh, beep, 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 beep. A uh, security guard comes out and I feel like it could easily just been like, oh, sorry, I forgot them about the security guard because all security guards are failed cops and even cops are drunk on power. So security yeah, guards have are... to uh, take you in for that. Yeah, uh... they're bitter about not being able to go on power trips. But then she like flashes like her police union card or something. Uh, so then he's like, okay, I'll let you slide. So if it wasn't already clear, she, there is something in her history about being a police officer at this yes. point. Then we catch up with Monica's boyfriend, who we've only seen one other time. And uh, Liz said he looks like a piece of shit. And he is a piece of shit because he's, we see him cheating. Yeah. She's like, 
What are you doing? Oh, it, it's not what it looks like. Well, it looks like you're hooking up with my rival prom queen candidate. Yeah, he's... Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you could... I guess it is basically yeah, that. Yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. He's, like, feeding her french fries. Well, well, they just had four uh, four corn dogs. That's happened, I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah, at some point, Monica says, I need to go get some corn dogs, and orders four. <laughs> Which, how do you take your corn dog, Jacob? Uh, just ketchup. That, that's the style I roll. With. Yeah, just, just ketchup. Some people are like both. I think my mom likes mustard, but... You know, I, I'm really not a big mustard man myself. I like mustard on a bratwurst or just like on a hot dog. I'll take just mustard. If, I don't it, like... It, you know, often it, I don't like the combination of mustard and ketchup together. I, I mean, if, if it's on my McDonald's, you know, McDouble, yeah, I I'm will not gonna, eat it. You know, I won't, I'll take that I won't as it complain comes. or I won't say I'm no a, I'm a true dollar menunaire, you know. I respect true, the, true. the items on the menu. Respect, respect. Word of the motherland. Anyways, yeah, four corn dogs, which I don't know four. if I've ever eaten four See, corn I, dogs. I thought they were going to share because Liz had was, I don't know if Liz was just going to spray the mustard and ketchup all over her corn dogs or if she was going to try to for herself. I don't know what was going on, but I think they're all no, for her. We only see her eat partially one. Yeah. But we don't see Liz. Well, no, because then she's distracted by the, by the, the bay. Yeah, or she gets a phone call, and I'm not exactly sure. Or, no, I think maybe her thing buzzes, Buzzes. so she's on her... Whatever the case is, the boyfriend's cheating, and then Liz kind of pretends to be an undercover mall security I'm an undercover officer. You're under arrest. Do the chicken dance. Do the macarena. And she, like, searches his bag, and he's like, you got pistols, You got zit cream. You got stuff for your hairy back. He's like, that's for my sister. And he's like, I'm starting to think you're not even a mall security uh, I'm going to get a lawyer. My dad can get a lawyer. We're going to sue you for... And, and, and then this this guy, um, the guy who had caught Liz for shoplifting, comes up behind her and is like, Oh, actually, you're not a mall security officer. I am. And she gets arrested. Yeah, she gets arrested and she gets taken to the precinct. So they do bring up also there, it's like, well, you were shoplifting too. So it's maybe not just... It's kind of like the double whammy of shoplifting yeah. and impersonating Yes, because he, he says to her, I'll let you off with just a warning. But if anything happens again, you know, we're going to make uh, a big deal about it, out of it. But fortunately, Liz is a cop. She's, she's kind she's of just a suspended cop. Cops defend cops. Everybody so knows they drop her at the, the charge. <laughs> everybody knows her at the down at the jail or whatever. So we kind of eventually learn that the guy who drops her charges is like her former partner and they maybe got a bit of a romance. Uh, but Liz yes, is bad but at flirting. Yes, not that she knew of. They're both uh, unrequited crushing on each other. Yes, Monica could tell from afar that they, they were each into one another. And yes. it's not clear at this point, but it's basically clear if you're not a child that Liz's mom is the chief of police and shoots yeah. her out in classic fashion. Not quite for being a loose cannon, but it's in that her kind of mother sense. is over the top, like crazy lady. She's like screaming and yeah, she like, should have been a general in how to build a better boy. Yeah, she's she would yeah. have actually shot someone. <laughs> Very aggressive. Then everything kind of gets revealed because Monica hears from her partner and is like, "Well, I'll let her tell you the story of what happened." No. So this necklace is a real necklace. The diamond in it is real. So and when she's telling the story, we're seeing. Pierce Peters? Yeah, we're getting flashbacks. So she was, it's a famous necklace that I guess. $7 million. It was on, like you said, it was on a tour. Yeah, you know, art pieces going, stuff like that. So I guess this necklace was on loan. And Liz was like head of security at the local museum. museum. Yeah. Very kind of uh, under wraps vibes. Yeah. She like, I don't know, 
She's like, I don't need any backup. I can guard this by myself. And, and then, here, here we see Pierce Peter's uh, Mission Impossible yeah, style. Ethan Hunt floating down very from the slowly. ceiling. And like we were saying, there there needs to be somebody there lowering him and raising him, but he somehow he, he has an auto, auto belay thing. And this is where he uses his syringe of like... The green uh, goo. Sour apple green yeah, goo or and whatever. And it deteriorates metal or glass. And then it still sets off the alarm, but he just slowly gets pulled back up. And Liz is just like watching him. She's but powerless. She, she chases him out. And she, Side. she didn't call for backup, so he got away. Yeah, and then we see him just drive off with a $7 million necklace. But how did it wind up in the pond? Yes, show? so then here it shows it shows like another little story of... um. So he accidentally swaps it with some guy... Typing an amazing jewel thief. I, I, I really like this scene. So he was going to swap it with somebody that kind of looks like Indiana Jones, but some other safari-looking guy accidentally like takes his bag, like they swap bags, they're not meant to. The safari dude... He's going on some date with some woman. He gifts her the 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 necklace thing. She doesn't like the necklace, so she gives it to a mime. The mime uses it to buy a hot dog, and then whoever the hot dog guy is loses it at like a, a poker game, and then to a biker, to a biker, and then the biker cashes it in at the pawn shop. I'm surprised you remembered most of those details. It was it was fun. I, I like that. I like the the visual because the and whole time pawn shop owner somehow. Either A, it would make sense that he would lie and be like, oh, it's worth nothing. It's worth yes. 10 bucks. And then yes. realize it's a real diamond. But no, this crappy pawn shop owner just thinks that everything in it is fake. So the whole kind of fun thing is so Liz is, has Liz has taken this whole case upon herself because she's off the force since she lost it. But she's watching a bunch of like hundreds of hours of like well, I footage. Think some of it she was still doing when she was on okay. duty and she got like so self-absorbed with it yeah, that like she was relieved doing. of duty. Like we see her watching all this footage, like we see like like surveillance cameras of like the biker guy, you know, driving away from you know, a poker game and all these different like surveillance kind of footage. So it's kind of it, it, it's a fun little yeah. thing of storytelling there. It's awesome living in a police. <laughs> Put cameras on every corner so we can yes. track silly necklaces around. Yes, Fringe. Doesn't that happen in Fringe? No. It happens in London. London. <laughs> so then we get some character development. More about, hey, why can't you just make decisions on your own, Monica? Uh, I'm worried that people won't like me or something. Whatever. It's time for her to take her driver's test. Yeah, this is... Uh... So she, they show up. It's two o'clock, right? And um, we we see Pierce has broken into has broken into her house. So he also knows that they have a two o'clock appointment for so the this, driver's test. Yes. So at this at this driver's test, um, you got to bring your own car. Yeah. So she has to use Brando, which which Liz is not happy with. So Liz sits in the back seat. They're doing the. That's test. what we guess is that she wants to supervise her car. But yeah. Otherwise, typically your mom. Which everybody, this driver instructor uh, mistakes her for her mom still. Everybody does. I wish she was my mom. Oh, wow. So she's doing terribly. I would terribly. never have a bad hair day. But. She's she's horrible at her at driving. She can't do anything. She's like running red lights. She's, she's a real Jacob Telegon. Ouch. I passed on my first time. Yeah, I never Did drove you? again. Did you? Did you pass? Well, I mean, I still drive, Jacob. That's so true. That's true. You know. Uh, so, yes, no, I didn't pass my driver's thank test you, on the thank first you. Thank you, thank you, that's all, all I needed to hear. Because I didn't fully stop at stop signs, I did rolling stops rolling like stops. everybody does when they take that's their, fair. or when everybody drives in real life. Uh, never been in an accident. No, Sam Blazing on the other hand. Oh. I've been in the car with him. In an accident? I mean, he like ran into a mailbox. <laughs> Jesus, Sam was. 
So during this test, she fails like everything, and then the test is about over. Then they realize. Well, no, it's not Pierce's... about over. The structure's just like pull over. I'm not letting yes. you drive anymore because you're a danger to society. So, but then they notice that Pierce is following behind them. So then I think it was Liz that just says, gun it, you got to go fast, get away. And I was kind of partially taking notes here. So I was confused. I thought they were chasing yeah. Pierce. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, why is Pierce chasing them? <laughs> they're behind. So now they're running more stoplights. He's really freaking out. He's like, can somebody tell me what's happening? What's going on? The driving on? instructor. Yes, the, the driving Peter. instructor. Um, at one point, he pulls up alongside them. He wasn't brandishing like a gun or anything, but they're like, God, we need to press the red button. And he's like, well, don't he, press. He made a finger gun towards Yes, them. he does make the finger guns. And they're like, we need to press the red button, Liz says. And the, the driver instructor is like, you never press the red button. And so then they like. Well, he like knows a, he's like, oh shit, it's the nitrous. <laughs> so they do like a, a shift thing, da da da, press the red button, and then we just see whoosh, like it just the car just takes off. It's and more influential is that it produces a lot of smoke. A lot of smoke. Because so, really they're still on like a residential street, so yes. you would think the car could at least like if they really needed to speed there, they'd go like fifty or something. So Pierce almost hits like an old woman. Because he can't see because of the smoke. So but yes, he slams on the brakes and then she's like walking in front of him, like just like a crosswalk, and then she smacks the front of his Car with a bowling ball in her in her in her bag, something because it sets off the, Air the airbag. So, so that's he's... why he loses them. Yes, yes. And we kind of glossed over it, but like I guess I can't really think of too many car chases we've had in Disney Channel original movies. No. So this was adequate. Top three car chases in the uh, decoms. Uh, yeah, it could have been worse. It's I mean it's not Blues Brothers levels or no. anything, but it was all right. Yeah, you know we're not complaining. So obviously she fails the test. I kind of thought it might be funny Obviously. if the instructor is like, I, this was such a terrifying experience. I'm going to let you pass just <laughs> no, so I, I don't I, need to test we, you. We've again. seen that in, in other movies. I don't know, not necessarily decoms, but other movies, yes. We've definitely seen that. Does that happen in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Not that I know. No, I, I can't see it is. But, but one thing that we enjoyed was this kind of like how they portrayed the, the, um, the instructor, like how tall they made him, they had him up on like a curb, and he literally looks like he's like eight feet tall compared to these. I mean, these I think two, both like, of the main actresses are pretty short. Probably, yeah, but they just make him look like a massive giant. So no, you know, you, you're never going to drive again. And in fact, he impounds Liz's Brando because he was looking at all the devices, and that'd be like, this is illegal. And he's because at one point he wasn't able to. He was trying to call nine one one from in the car when they were being chased or whatever, and he, he's like, I can't even call the cops. So at this point in the movie, we probably got maybe like 25 minutes or so left. So that means it's time for a third act fight yeah. where the characters are just like, you're a loser. You've got a crappy car. You don't you're not a cop anymore because everybody doesn't like you. You suck. Well, you can't make decisions on your own. You're so desperate for everybody's approval. Blah, blah, blah. They walk away. They literally are apart for maybe. It's a scene because what yeah. happens is Monica gets like a video message from Pierce with her papa tied up. He learned because he got he like stole her iPad and yeah. got a text message on it somehow because uh, the accounts were linked or whatever that her dad was sending a selfie from work and he saw that it was at a hospital. So he's like without the bedpan to kidnap the dad. So yes. she, he sends that to Monica and is like, hey, bring me the necklace. So or your dad gets it. Monica goes and gets Liz and. They make up and then they're on their way to yeah, save they're, the they're dad. Yeah, they're in a taxi and then they're they're on their way to the impound lot, right? Yep. And this oh. was kind of a fun scene. Yeah. Where wasn't, wasn't there's, bad. I think his name's Arnie. He has who, a dog named Poopy. 
Yeah, who he's like another person kind of on a bit of a power trip where he's like, you got to fill out the fucking form <laughs> and wait. And as any good bureaucrat <laughs> oh. would be like. And then uh, got to remember that she's kind of like a computer person. So Monica's like, I could probably hack into their system and adjust your car status to be released. But in order to do that, Liz has, has to, to buy time. Uh, distract Arnie by flirting, flirting. with him, which she's Ooh. traditionally been bad at. And she's still bad at here, but Arnie... She's like, you have an amazing forehead. I love it. But Arnie is such a forever alone guy that he... Sad. Feel bad for Arnie. I know, because she's not going to go on a date with him. And, and that is true. She has... He eats up what she's given man. to him, and they know the password to the system, because he would be the only person with a password, and it would have like to be a giant poopy. bolster, or is it like a calendar? What was it? He, it he has like a, a personal photograph of him and his bulldog big. wearing was... matching t-shirts, yeah. and underneath, as most people do, it just says Poopy to name yeah. his dog. Oh, 90% of people's passwords are animal names to pet names. Well, to tell you, I've never used no. my dog's names. Yeah. Not for my own personal accounts. My mom uses two of our dead dogs <laughs> and then i'm like oh you capitalized one of them but not the other i always knew you liked that one more ouch <laughs> she's that... like what the fuck are you talking about? oh my god that hurts it's for our net family netflix account uh so now they've got the car and the reason they needed the car is because the necklace was within monica's makeup kit and that was they have to go find her car. friend but then they open the makeup kit. And it's not there. And it's not her makeup kit. It's Sierra's makeup kit because at some point. They uh, swapped in the bathroom or something yeah, somehow. It was I, after I, I don't she think was sad in, about her boyfriend cheating. On. I, I don't think it was intentional. At first we thought maybe she was going to sabotage her. Now Jacob but. out of nowhere is like, I feel like her friend is uh, being fake with her and is going to betray her. At some well, point. yes, because her and friend like, is very. That's a lot. That would have been. A, that's been even a, more a unlikely turn. than the dad hooking up with Liz. Oh, that should have happened. Which I. This movie easily could have still done it, and I would have been like, well, that's weird, but, like, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Papa doesn't get any action. So they get the the jewel, so then they just go to the warehouse where Pierce said he'd be, and it's time for the handoff. And I don't really know what Pierce is saying. He's kind of just, I think it's something like, well, Watching I soccer. got the jewel, but, like, you don't know where your dad is. And I guess it's supposed to be, like, Monica uses find my iPhone. And he's literally, like, ten is. feet away. And it's like, I mean, I know it's kind of a GPS locator, but I think it'd just be like in this building. Not Wouldn't like, like beep or something? Floor. Wouldn't go beep, beep, beep. Can you make sound out beeps? I don't know. It I've did never, in the movie, but I think I've it. never used it. I never my. lose my phone. Wow. Until <laughs> Whenever you... I fall, I, just, I almost lost my AirPod this last fall. Oh, no. And I was just like staring in the snow on the street and like some car was waiting to run me over. Jesus. Uh, anyways, bad hair day. Uh, Pierre, that's his not, that's not his name. Pierce, Pierce. Peters. Pierce Peters. Who is British. Pierce I think he Brosnan. was maybe watching rugby Brosnan. on the iPad at this point. Yeah, something He's like that. He's like, well, I'm going to make my exit again because you were distracted. And he hooks himself up to a harness and is getting lifted up. And then she's like, motherfucker, I called for backup. And then she tases the Pulls shit out a gun out and he, uh, like, he's getting, like, electrocuted because he's on, like, a wire. Yeah, because <laughs> I think she was wire. maybe overdoing it. I think she needed to send <laughs> the electricity for that long. And, but it wasn't in her, she didn't pull it out of her holster, which she always carries empty. Well, she had to turn gun. in her badge and gun. But she pulls, yeah, she pulls out her taser, which we, we are introduced to earlier in the film because 
Monica asks, is that a gun? She's yeah, like, no, if it's they a, hadn't set up the device. taser, I would have said this is the worst movie ever. But <laughs> since they did they set, set up, up the Chekhov's stun gun, yes, we'll allow then it. it is the best movie ever. Best movie ever. You've heard it here. So then the police get him. It's all cool. Liz the movie's is, not over. It's almost over. Liz is walking back with her dad to like the car, and she's like, hey, dad. Uh, I'm worried about you because you got kidnapped. I definitely can't go to MIT because you might get kidnapped again. And he's like, no, I'll only know I did a good job as a dad if you go to MIT. True. And like this was brought up like one or earlier in the movie where she's like, well, I'm trying to decide if I should go to a state school like everybody else or MIT. And Mon- or Liz is like, I- what? MIT? What the fuck is that? It's like, come on. Liz isn't that dumb. No. She knows what MIT is. Yeah, probably. At least she's heard of it. It's science for Monica is the terrific wow the monica is the i was like fogging up my classes <laughs> by saying the. <laughs> that's solved she's gonna make her own decision to go to mit that's cool yeah she's starting to make her own decisions and she's kind of like you know what eh, i'm not gonna go to prom and liz is like eh? we'll give you a full escort well actually first she's reinstated by her mom yes. chief of police and says, well, this is where we find out it's her mother good job here's your badge back because everybody's happy so monica's like well i'm probably not gonna win prom queen i the salon is buzzing now but like that's so far away i don't got time oh <laughs> let's use uh police resources improperly so they go to the evidence locker love this to have a very quick makeover shopping they go they go shopping basically they and tr- they, it's they kind of weird why they would have so many dresses, especially prom-style dresses. Yes. Because uh, I was floating, I'm like, were these confiscated from, like, prostitutes? Uh, sure. But I guess, I mean, evidence, it's like, oh, I think somebody said, like, online, is like, wait, does that mean, like, somebody died in the dress she wore? <laughs> like, why is this in the evidence locker? But she finds a nice dress, but, oh, we got to do something about that hair. Well, so Liz gives her a haircut. What are we? We don't know what that looks like yet. As Jacob said, they get a police escort to the prom. So it's kind of similar to the end of How to Build a Better Boy, where instead of soldiers, there's just a bunch of police that show up to this. There's like 20 cop cars. And like you hear the mother, you hear Liz's mother say, keep the eye on the diamonds at all times. And surprisingly, unlike the soldiers, the cops aren't just coming in with their guns. No gun. Which seems very uncop. Very, yeah, very un. But for a Disney Channel original movie, it's accurate for the cops in that. Because I remember in our first episode. Oh, uh, that under wraps. Yeah, that when the cop is going into the museum, it's surprising that he doesn't have his gun drawn. Oh, to yeah. Like point at I, children. I, feel, I feel like we do make that, yeah, that remark. Uh, and then we get. So first we see Liz come out of the car in yes. a dress looking decent. And her mom, yeah. the cop chief i don't know why i called her the cop chief cop chief yeah she's like wow i never thought i'd see my Master daughter chief. in a dress and, and then like, she like lowers her dress and it for seems her weird it's like well i don't know if it was really set up that she was completely unfeminine it's just that she wasn't like as hip and stylish as yeah. monica yeah and then we see monica come out of the car and the hair reveal and it's arguable that she's still having a bad hair day. <laughs> it looks like an animal. It looks like a beaver sitting in her head. Uh, I definitely can't say uh, what style of hair it is because I'm not a, a girl. I like, don't know styles that well. So her hair is in really some short. Ways, her hair is really short. Well, it's not like, it's, but it's, it's not even really short. short. It's just it's like it's like a mop head. I don't know, like a maybe bowl like cut. a bob that's really long in the front. <laughs> it's 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 weird. It's different. I might even take her hair. 
Definitely with a hat on. You would, you would take, you would wear that hair. No, I'm saying I'd take her hair during the bad hair day oh, portion of the movie over wow. this. Maybe, I mean, you know, put the hat on. You know, it was kind of a look she pulled off. Uh, but her friends all say it's awesome and you're super hot. And oh, by the way, <laughs> you won prom queen. So she <laughs> won prom queen off screen. So don't worry about that. But then she goes in, accepts her crown or whatever, and then gives a speech. That's talking about like how meaningful it is to like be yourself, but she still loves all these people in her school that we haven't really seen the whole movie at all. And then she ends it by being like, hey, by the way, I'm going to MIT. And if that, hey, me and Jacob, we never went to prom. Uh, no, we did. But if that happened, we also, uh, not, if even if we went to prom, they never picked prom queens or anything. But like, I'd be like, I don't give a shit where you're going. <laughs> and then she's just like, let's party down. Uh, but since she had broken up with her boyfriend, she yeah, just dances we, a little bit with her dad. Yeah, we see her boyfriend with the with the one kind of mean girl. We didn't really talk too much about. We didn't even talk about the bike the bike scene. Oh no! How the park we have scene. not talked about the bikes? We missed so many good moments. You definitely got to watch this movie. You gotta watch Bad Hair Day. You gotta watch it. Uh, Liz also uh, does she dance with her partner? That's what I was just wondering. I. We don't remember. They definitely set him up, though. Like, they know that they like each other. Papa gets left in the Earlier out. in the movie, fumbled with uh, practice flirting with the guy by saying he had really big nostrils. So she says again that this guy has really big nostrils, but since he likes her, he's like, okay. Thank you. Better to Man. snort you up. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, pretty much the end. We uh, get a few bloopers. I don't think any of them really seemed notable. Something with the corn dogs, but I think it was just like maybe the the ketchup bottle made a funny fart noise or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nothing, nothing too crazy, I guess. And that was uh, bad hair. Ferris day. Bueller's bad hair. Day. <laughs> uh, and honestly, you know what? Eh, Not I too don't bad. know if I'd say you'd have to watch it, but there is some just the premise alone, and maybe we didn't like emphasize this enough that this movie's bad hair day it's about a girl who has a bad hair day but it's not and about mostly the hair it's about her uh tracking down a jewel that was yeah. stolen yeah. which is very much i feel like some anecdotally but like in the 90s it's like movies either were about like kids movies there was a subplot about either about like jewel thieves or like corporate like malfeasance oh. <laughs> so like obviously classic dunstan checks in it's about a jewel thief who it uses is. an orangutan in a hotel it's a great film Airbud spikes back oh. it's one about Airbud playing beach volleyball but also about Airbud helping a parrot to thwart a jewel thief oh <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen that it's quite bad <laughs> bad hair day i will say is better than Airbud spikes back <laughs> shots fired uh but yeah as i i talked about earlier it's all about the relationship between these two characters and whether you find them charming or grating. I found them intermittently both. They were to- uh, they were tolerable, I think we could say. At times. Yeah. <laughs> the way they started out, I was like, oh, God. But like, it is such a weird premise. There is some genuinely decent bits. And maybe we're grasping at straws since, you know, we've watched so many of these. And obviously we're like Stockholm Syndrome to be like well you know this wasn't as bad as you lucky dog so it must have been kind of the best movie ever uh it was not to not to speak for jacob because oftentimes he does come out being like uh top 15 uh, (laughs) top 300 movies out there uh i i read one review online the it sounded like they were going to give them a poor review 
but it ended up getting like a four stars from this individual. Are oh. you gonna read it? Oh, the the one the one that I'd read out to you. <laughs> yeah, what are you, what are you gonna just talk about this review and not? I really read it? like this movie. It's adventurous, funny, and enjoyable. But there are things that really bug me about the movie. One, Monica could have read the warning signs on the hairspray thingy. Another, that Monica's Medusa hair could have been not seen is that she could have braided it or put it in a bun or something. Two, the movie wasn't even about her bad hair. Before I watched the movie, I thought it would be about someone who was born with crusty hair for some reason. It's called Bad Hair Day, but the bad hair was just a sidebar. Besides those two things, I think it's a pretty enjoyable movie, and I'd recommend seeing it with your family. Four so, stars. You know, whenever Shout you out see to your family AJ. next, you know, Thanksgiving time or <laughs> over the summer. Load it up. Time, it's a great family flick. Yeah, check it out. We should have just read that review at the start and just called it an episode. <laughs> I mean, what more can you say about Bad Hair Day? Oh, man. You got any more to say about Bad Hair Day, Jacob? Uh, do we do uh, Never Never Forget? Oh, no, because we're still talking about the movie. No, nah, uh, the movie, I, I, it was just full of kind of just fun kind of antics. Like, there's, there's, there's a handful of just weird kind of stuff that happened we didn't, you know, touch base on. It's just a lot of kind of just weird, random, goofy stuff that happened. We really didn't miss that much. There's one scene. The park scene when they're riding with the watermelon helmets and she's like riding in the front like a baby and she has her uh, her cop light on the front of the thing and they're wee I, I wasn't through. asking you to cover sorry. the scene. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um no, I, I didn't fall asleep. I wasn't on my phone. You know, it had my attention. He was. I no no. You were on your phone. Not really. <laughs> there was Not literally really. like at the start of the movie, you're like, Do I know anybody in this? And I said, Yeah, the mom from Good Luck Charlie is in this. Oh, I was maybe. And then like you're up. like do I know anybody with this? Is was, the movie started? Oh, a, she's going to have a bad hair day. I was looking up stuff for the movie, I think. So. Oh, sure. Jacob, always looking up stuff on the movie. Well, okay. So I have the wiki open. I have the Disney fandom. And I have the bad hair day dot fandom wiki open right now that I've been looking at. I hate fandom. Four Just million viewers it had. Four million viewers opening, opening night. Yeah, not good. Not good. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, how to have a bad hair day better. <laughs> <laughs> how to have a bad hair day a better. And better, better. yeah, never remember could Monica or Liz, Liz. or Monica and Liz and maybe Liz. as a unit. It's an and have definitely stop nine eleven. I uh, don't think so. No, maybe she could have like hacked into the. Oh yeah, so we, we, I do forget she's a hacker. She does hack really well. She's about as much of a hacker as like I was in elementary school. Maybe she could have got them on different planes where there was just nobody on them. Or maybe like, the like pilot. she could have used because there were points where she was like breaking pieces of her hair off. So maybe like oh that like, use it as like a shank. Yeah, it fashions into she could a have weapon sh- or a shanked them. That's a new thing people can start doing. Just stabbing people with hair. Uh, it doesn't work that way, <laughs> unless you're like a your bayonetta. I was like, who who uses oh, hair bayonetta. as a weapon? Yeah, if you're bayonetta, I think you might be able to pull it off. But oh. bayonetta definitely not Disney Channel original movie appropriate. No, I'd watch Bad Hair Day starring bayonetta. Ooh. Jacob doesn't even know who bayonetta is. Is that from a video game? Well, yeah. What game? Bayonetta. Oh, oh Two God. And bayonetta three. <laughs> How old is this game? Uh, the first one probably came out like at least 15 years ago. What system? Uh, you loving this, everybody? Xbox 360. Wow. PS3. And then later on, Switch. So, so Lucas has definitely and did. PC. Def, Lucas has definitely did some naughty things to the thoughts of Bayonetta. That's what we're. Uh, we're Jacob kinda, always I'm, goes. Though. Uncovering. Because I'm not a video the... game character because I played. 
I played the first game and I own the second game, but I still haven't played it. He's a naughty boy. I got it. He won't admit it, but I will for him. And I don't blame him. I'll, I'll check her out. I'll look her up here. Do we get live reaction of Jacob looking up pictures of Bayonetta? I'll, so I'll do the housekeeping while Jacob just all of a sudden goes, oh my God. You can find us. Well, write us in about how you feel about Bayonetta at a whole new pod. Yeah. Yep. That's a yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, mommy. He's, his eyes have rolled back into his head. His tongue is lolling out. Steam coming out of his ears. He's uh, taking that mallet and hitting himself <laughs> on the head. <laughs> uh, yes, the email address is a whole new pod at gmail.com. Looking at her stats, it seems like we've gotten some new listeners, but sometimes I feel like new listeners maybe start at the beginning because that is the premise of the show that we're covering all the movies. So maybe they get worn out before they get to the newest episodes or they're not listening to the new episodes right away. But if you're listening to this and you're a new listener, kind of just write in and say like how you're feeling about the show or how you yeah. found us because we don't really know why we're getting a spike. We don't in know where the, leave comments downloads. anything leave reviews. I'd love to say YouTube it's all videos. because of Dustin, but I don't know if the that Dustin, adds up. yeah, the Dustin hype. Speaking of Dustin, Dustin, though, you can find us on Twitter as well at AWN Pod. Mostly tweets new uh, stuff uh, for when the episodes come yeah, out, but occasionally a little extra bonus content. Yeah, and all of the the podcast platforms find us on those places: Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Review us where you can. At least four stars, five stars, if you wanna. Be our favorites and youtube.com slash a whole new pod like comment and subscribe there if you comment i'm usually good about responding to most of the comments uh unless they're we haven't talked about and we haven't gotten too many comments in a while of just like why isn't this the real movie written in a foreign language so you know kind of missing those true and with that i don't think this episode ended up being too short we, we survived. Just don't go tripping before next pod, Lucas. No more falls. I'll try my best. And to go out uh, from a, a reference to the album of Weird Al Yankovic that shares the same name as this movie. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize... She's very plain. to return this jacket? Certainly. May I ask why? For spite. <laughs> spite? That's right. I don't care for the salesman that sold it to me. I don't think you can return an item for spite. What do you mean? Well, if there was some problem with the garment, if it were unsatisfactory in some way, then we could do it for you. But I'm afraid spite doesn't fit any of our conditions for a refund. That's ridiculous. I want to return it. What's the difference what the reason is? Let me speak with the manager. Excuse me. Bob? What seems to be the problem? Well, I want to return this jacket, and she asked me why, and I said for spite, and now she won't take it back. Uh, that's true. We can't return an item based purely on spite. Well, so fine, then. then I don't want it. That, that's why I'm returning it. Well, you already said spite, so...
I changed my mind. No? You said spite. Too late. 